0: Welcome to Doctor Who 50 and 50, episode 47. Today we're talking about story number 154, Silver Nemesis. The Doctor, in this case, is Sylvester McCoy. His companion is Ace, played by Sophie Aldred. There are four main factions of villains here. There's Lady Pinefort, there's Cybermen, there's the Fourth Reich, and there is the aforementioned Silver Nemesis. We're discussing this for a couple of reasons. Most of the stories and episodes that we select to discuss are those that got the high votes in the polls for favorite Doctors, favorite Doctor stories, favorite companions, favorite companion stories. This story did not receive a single vote as the favorite Sylvester McCoy story, nor did it receive any votes as the favorite Ace story, even though Ace was chosen as one of the favorite companions. It is tied with Earthshock for the favorite Cybermen story, however, and this is also the story that marked the 25th anniversary. Part 1 of 3 aired on November 23rd, 1988, and it went weekly from that point on. The basic plot is about a meteor that's crashing to Earth, and there are three main factions of villains that are looking for this meteor and what's with within. The nemesis is within the Meteor. The other three factions sort of sum up the threats that the Doctor sees. Pinefort is a threat from the past. She has traveled to the future using magic from 1638. We have the Fourth Reich, or, what's attempting to be the Fourth Reich is a present villain. And we have a futuristic, if not a future villain, in the Cybermen. And they all show up hunting the Silver Nemesis. The meteor that the Silver Nemesis is in comes by every 25 years, which hints that there may be a connection to the Doctor's original visit from an unearthly child. Although that doesn't make complete sense, since Painfort recognizes the Doctor in his current incarnation, which was apparently the one that sent this meteor on this orbit in the first place. Now, Nemesis. Its bow and its arrow are actually Gallifreyan artifacts, which somehow made their way to Earth. And if you can control a bow and arrow, then you can command the Nemesis, which is basically an intelligent weapon of immense power. Enough power to wipe out an entire Cybermen fleet. So while these three factions are looking to gain control over the Nemesis, the Doctor and Ace are looking to get it as well, and to fight back and dispose of the Nemesis before it falls into the wrong hands. The story doesn't start off that way. It starts off with them checking out a jazz gig with jazz musician Courtney Pine in a cameo as himself, as part of a quartet. So the upside to this episode, is that it does have some pretty good villains, and I like the spread through time and the symbology they provide. Sylvester McCoy and Sophie Aldred have a very enjoyable dynamic between them, and they've got very good rapport. The episode also makes use of the character Ace's chemistry background. Part of that rapport and banter shows up with that chemistry background when the Doctor and Ace are hiding in the bushes. They see a Cyberman ship, and the exchange they have is the Doctor saying, I don't suppose you've completely ignored my instructions and secretly prepared any Nitro-9, have you? What if I had? Naturally, you wouldn't do anything so insanely dangerous as to carry it around with you, would you? Of course not. I'm a good girl. I do what I'm told. Excellent. Blow up that vehicle. At which point, the Doctor distracts the Cybermen by saying, Hey, I'm the Doctor. Aren't you trying to kill me? They chase him. Ace he throws her bag into the Cybermen spaceship and blows it up. So this also teases that the Doctors had a much bigger part in Gallifrey in history than was previously indicated. For the most part, there were hints in *Remember to the Daleks, and you can find the plan for that online by searching for the Cartmel Master Plan. This is the second of four stories that drop hints about the plan. In this case, the Lady 4 drops some hints that the Doctor is not actually a Time Lord or at least not in the sense that we know, and that she knows secrets about him that he's willing to go to great lengths to keep. So it does seem to be setting things up and trying to shift directions, because at least as far as the ratings would indicate, the show was losing steam at this point. Now, a lot of these plans didn't come to fruition because producer John Nathan Turner kept cutting them out of the scripts and dropping them and pulling back and pulling back, which is too bad in some ways. I mean, you can debate. This would have been a very divisive plan had it gone through. It would have changed the nature of the Doctor and the nature of the show. Some fans would have accepted it, some fans wouldn't, but at least it would have gotten them talking again, and would have gotten people excited about the show. The downside to the show is that for a 25th anniversary special, a three-parter just feels very short. The Doctor and Ace didn't get really involved until most of the way through the first episode, even though an alarm had gone off with the Doctor. And he knew that there was a planet in him and in danger. He just couldn't remember which one. Turns out it was the one he was on. Once they get involved, find out the Cybermen are there right at the end of the episode. There's a lot of exposition. As the Doctor explains the nature of the Nemesis as a Gallifreyan weapon. And that he's the one that sent it into its orbit in the first place. Then it feels a bit rushed. So we have the Fourth Reich here as a set of villains. But that's just the label they have. They're villains with German accents who want to weapon a power. They don't develop the Fourth Reich or do anything with that at this point. We have no idea how this Lady Pinefort from the past knows what she knows about the Doctor. That is explored. They've got a history, appears to be a history with this regeneration, but none of that is shown on screen, it just already happened. And similarly, we have no idea why the Cybermen are aware of this weapon and why they're coming for the Nemesis, but any other alien species are not. There's just a lot of unanswered questions. I think this suffered from the short seasons that Doctor Who had at this point, and had up in the full 26 episode seasons that we had with Tom Baker and with Peter Davison, or the equivalent of such with that first Colin Baker season which didn't have 26 half-hour episodes, it had 13 full-hour episodes, I think they would have spent a little more time telling this story and given it some more breathing room. As it stands with the shortened seasons, it just doesn't come off as well as it should. This really needed to be more than three parts. Even the five Doctors for the 20th anniversary special came across in a much better light with just four episodes, but they were four packed episodes, didn't require quite as much exposition as this one did. They were using established threats and established aliens and just adding one more piece of Gallifrey in history. So it's not a bad episode, it's not what I'd hoped for for a 25th anniversary special, but it does have some nice moments. At any rate, that's all we have to say about Silver Nemesis. Please join us again tomorrow when we discuss Battlefield, the third of four stories, which hints at that Cartmel master plan. Please join us then and thank you for listening.